Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Glenn Hawke, and it is great to bring you this bonus episode of Blue Sox Banter. Now, I hope you've just finished listening to episode number eight, where I caught up with our twin starting pitchers, Lachlan and Alexander Wells, who provided some fantastic insights of life of a minor league baseballer. Alexander, of course, playing with the Baltimore Orioles and Lachlan with the Minnesota Twins. Now, that episode was recorded a couple of weeks ago and big developments for Alexander since we recorded that. He has been named in the Orioles' 40-man roster. He will head to big league camp at the end of the ABL season. Exciting news for him and a really important next step towards achieving that ultimate goal of pitching in the big leagues. We caught up with Alexander just a couple of days ago after the announcement was made to get his uh, thoughts on this incredible achievement. AJ, good morning and, uh, and welcome to the podcast. Firstly, congratulations. Tell us when you found out and, and how you found out about being named on this 40-man roster. Um, thanks for having me this morning, Harris. Uh, first, first of all, it's about 9.30 Saturday morning. I was heading off to grab some breakfast um, and got the phone call from the international scout or who signed me, Mike Spider, back in 2015. Um he said, we're going to protect you and we're going to put you on the 40-man roster. Congratulations. And, um, yeah, we just had a bit of a chat and see how it was going and stuff like that. But yeah, did a big weight off the shoulders after that phone call. What did it mean to you to get that phone call? It meant a lot. Um, you know, all the hard work I put in throughout the previous uh, few seasons over there and knowing that the Orioles have the confidence in me to protect me and, be a few or be a part of their future, and yeah, it's really exciting. Now, this um, the announcement of their forty-man roster uh, for this upcoming twenty-one season. It all ties around this um, this Rule Five draft. So, those of you who don't know a lot about what this Rule Five draft is, explain it to us. What it meant for you, why it was important, and and I suppose what could have happened if the Orioles didn't pick you up. Uh, the Rule Five draft is if you're a high school guy, high school sign. Um, it's after your fifth year of pro ball. Um, if you're a college guy, it's after your fourth year. And if the team does not protect you and put you on their 40-man roster, you are eligible to be picked up by any of the other 29 teams in the Rule 5 draft. And you, you could be uh, playing elsewhere in the spring next year. Um, yeah. So that could have been – you could have been anywhere else in the United States, but it showed that um, obviously the, the Orioles have – a lot of faith in uh, in what you've been doing, and obviously you're part of their their top thirty prospects. They see you being part of their the Orioles yeah. big leagues in the future. Yeah, um, I'm happy that the Orioles have the confidence in me, uh, showing that by protecting me and uh, putting me on the forty man roster. And um, yeah, one step close to the big leagues, and yeah, it's exciting. You had a little bit of a taste of it last year when you were. Um, Towards the back end of 2019, you were part of the Arizona Fall League, which is part of the the big league camp. What did you What did you take out of that short experience over there in uh, in that environment that you will take into this um, the start of the 21 season? Oh, uh, yeah, just a bit of confidence. I I was out of a new role. I pitched out of the bullpen, so it gave me a bit of versatility that I could, like I showed them I could uh, compete out of the bullpen and pitch well out of there. So. Um, the Orioles need me anywhere, any situation. I'm more than capable to pitch out of the bullpen or start wherever they want. Yeah, I suppose you bring something a little bit different to to the Orioles lineup. You see, you know, in the big leagues now that there's a lot of guys 
smoking the ball at high 90s, even topping the 100-mile-an-hour mark. You, you, you're not a pitcher who's throwing um, around that mark at the moment, but what is it yep. that you bring to the lineup? Oh, just a bit of a crafty guy, I think I see myself as. Um, the crafty left-hander. Yeah, crafty left-hander. Um, yeah, upper 80s, low 90s, uh, mix all all of my pitches into any count. And I got confidence to throw any pitch in any count. So, yeah, I, a crafty left-hander, I think I would describe myself as. Uh, there's um, six prospects who have been pulled up into the 40-man the roster. Do you know any of the other guys who are, who are heading up into the roster as well? Yep. Uh, I know majority of those guys. I uh, played with, I think, four out of the other five. Yeah, I didn't play with uh, Isaac Matson last year, who got traded from the Angels, but all the other guys I played with last year in AA. And I was actually I actually lived with uh, Rylan and Zach during the season last year, so we know each other quite well. So that'll be nice when you turn up uh, at the start of start of spring training. There's some familiar faces around. Yeah, yeah, uh, helps helps a lot when you see some uh, some familiar faces around, and you know it brings you brings you back down. You know, like not really stressed out, um, not really as nervous, anxious. Uh, so you get to see those familiar faces and it's just like oh, getting back to work again. What has it been about this um, this Baltimore Orioles organisation that you've you've really enjoyed being part of over the last few years? Um, just watching young talent come up and compete in the big leagues. Um, I know a lot of guys who've uh, been called up and have gone up there and they've uh, had some pretty good success and it's good to see uh, former teammates of mine and yeah, hopefully I can join them one day. That must give you great, well, they must, they must be great inspiration for you knowing that, um, that they've, they've worked alongside you. They've now made it and, and you're heading in a similar path. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, unre- it's unreal. Hopefully one day we can uh, be teammates together up there and, you know, just, uh, just go back to not like playing on the same team again. It'll be fun. So tell us, obviously, the, the announcement's been made. You're part of the 40-man roster. What does that mean for you now um, heading into spring training? What what happens when you when you head over? Oh, just go to Major League Spring Training Camp and try and fight for a spot uh, on the roster, like the active roster for the um, start of the season. If not, um, probably head down to AAA and then pitch there and hopefully get called up some part of the season. So tell me, does that mean when you head over there for the start of spring training, does that mean you you get the big league treatment? Does that mean you sit up the front of the plane, room to the self, you know, that kind of thing? Uh, I think I get um, up the front of the plane. I'm not too sure about the rooming situation. But <laughs> I'll be taking full advantage of that, that flight on the way over to America. Just keep doing a couple of laps over the States. We'll make this a 72-hour flight while you're, um, you're sitting up the front of the plane. Yeah. Yeah, definitely done enough uh, troops up cattle class to make make it while. May that be an inspiration or a motivation in itself to to stay in the big league, so you don't have to sit down the back of the plane anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's definitely the motivation right there. After getting that that taste of of that um, of the big league camp last year, do you will that um, I suppose better prepare you for the start of the uh, the going into the forty man roster and spring training? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, better prepare me. Uh, know what I'm going into next year. Uh, know what I'm in for. And yeah, it just gives you that extra confidence of knowing that you've been there, um, you've done it, and you can just, you know, fit right back in there and 
get back to work, no drama. Was there one thing in the in the big league camp last year that you kind of walked walked away and think I need to be better at that or better prepared if I get this chance again? No, I thought I was pretty well prepared, but just I took a lot away from watching all the um older guys, all the veterans, um, all the guys with time, uh, a lot of big league time. Just I just watched them go about their business and. Uh, watch their bullpens when they were warming up to go into the games and stuff and just see how polished they were and and um, like how relaxed they looked anyway when they were about to go in. And it looks like, I mean, they've done it a hundred times before and it just makes you that could be me one day or – and it helps to see that because eventually it could be you and, you know, it helps, yeah. Does this now um... – I suppose that through this season now with with the Sydney Blue Sox and your preparation before you head over there, does it does it change what you do or does it refocus you what you do now? Um, it won't really change. Um, I'm still going to go out there and pitch the way I'm, I have been in the past. Um, yeah, so just go out there, get my work in, and hopefully be it'll be or be more prepared for spring training. So because I will have game innings under my belt, not going in there. Um, not been or not pitched at all for a whole year uh, due to the coronavirus stuff. So that's going to help me a lot um, going in there with confidence and game innings. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose getting a chance to, to pitch in that game situation again is going to be really important, not just for you, but you know, for all the guys who are looking to head back yeah. over to the States. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, I mean, you can get as many innings in or as many live at bats in as possible before you head back next year. It's, only going to be preparing you better for the, the season to come. Now, tell me, you've been working with um, with Chris Oxpring as part of the um, with with Borkham Hills and and also with yep. the the Sydney Blue Sox. Tell us about the role he's been playing in in um, you know working with you and and, and guiding you. Um, yeah, we we've, we've had chats about pitching and um, other pitching, and uh, he's helped me out a fair bit. We've just given me some ideas and stuff like that, and uh, we we have a really good. Um, relationship you know um pitching coach or player to player pitching coach to player you know um i've known him for a while now so that 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 helps a lot um yeah we just we just talk baseball and get after it yeah i I suppose a a great guy to have in your corner he's um he's played at the top of the game pitched in the bigs in america he's he's played at the top level um in, in asia as well for many years if there's someone who uh, who can show you the ropes and, and give you that guidance of what it takes to get to the top, he's he's a great man to do it. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, been there and he's done it. Um, yeah, he loves baseball and you can just see that every day when we uh, turn up to practice at Blue Sox or turn up to Borkham Hills games. Um, yeah, he he loves it. It's good. It's good to see. I remember talking to him about one of his or about his experiences um, when he was heading over to. America for kind of his second stint when he went into the big leagues. And he, he sort of said the biggest thing he, he learned from the first one is that you don't turn up to spring training to get ready to play for that season. You turn up yeah. ready to go because it's, it yeah. is so cutthroat. It is so uh, – everyone is trying to make a, a roster. So everyone's trying to get a job. You can't turn up to start your preparation. You've got to turn up prepared, ready to go. So it's, it's a hell of a lot of hard work. From this point now to when you uh, when you jump on the plane and turn left to go up to the pointy end, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, uh, you got to be ready to go. Um, you got to be ready for like to be pitching in games from day one because 
like before you know it, you're pitching in games and you can't be uh, wasting any time trying to prepare yourself. Like you got to be ready to go. That's another thing that I seen last year in big league camp when I was there. Uh, just seeing all those guys, they're like ready to pitch day one of um, major league camp, even though it's just pitches and catches there, like they're ready to go. So it's, yeah, it's cutthroat. Does this excite you a little that you're getting a, another step closer? It does. Yeah. It, uh, I've been, I've been thinking about it the last couple of days it could happen or possibly happen next year. And it does, it does excite me a little bit. What do you think of when you, um, when you start thinking about that, that dream and that, uh, that moment in the future? Just, uh, I don't know, just pitching in the big leagues, what I've wanted to do since I started playing baseball for Belmont back in the day. Um, just lifelong dream fulfilled really. Now mate, um, Sydney Blue Sox, we're getting closer. It's um, I think we're three weeks away from the from the start of the season. How are you feeling? And uh, as we head into that, feeling good. Um, uh, like training starting up. It's good to see all the boys at training again. Um, we got a good vibe at training, so uh, hopefully this rolls into the season and win some ball games and find ourselves in the the championship series later on in the year. And um, yeah, it's exciting. You mentioned just a, a good vibe about it. Everyone must be excited the fact that we now have a schedule. We now know when we're playing. We now want to know what's happening. That must be just that sense of let's go, let's get into it now. Yeah, that's it. Finally uh, got the schedule out and good to see that we've got some games coming up. Um, not not thinking about, oh, are we going to start the season or when's the schedule going to come? And um, we get ready to play de- December 17th now, getting, getting back into it. AJ, congratulations on uh, on the appointment into the the Orioles' forty man roster. Enjoy training over the next couple of weeks, and we look forward to seeing you uh, on the mound, Series One against the Aces. Sweet as, thanks, Harris. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. Well, there he is, Alexander Wells. What a fantastic story being named as part of the Baltimore Orioles' forty man roster. We wish him all the very best for when he heads across there in February. But plenty to happen before that, including an entire ABL season, which for the City Blue Sox gets underway on December 17, a four-game series to get the season underway against the Melbourne Aces. Get your tickets right now, sydneybluesox.com.au. Do not wait until game night to get your tickets. Tickets will sell fast. You need to get them early in this whole COVID world we're living in, sydneybluesox.com.au. You can also follow us on our socials to find out everything that's happening with the ball club at Sydney Blue Sox, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That wraps up this bonus episode. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time on Blue Sox Banter. Blue Sox Banter is a Karis Communications production hosted by me, Glenn Hawke, for the Sydney Blue Sox.